Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know. It's become, like you said, Mikey, it's becoming a part of life. And uh, just like everybody get fucking vaccinated, get boosted. Um, I just yeah. got a flu shot today. So like get that too. Um, just like... I- um and as long as not (laughs) i'm gonna pump the brakes on that there. usually the roles are reversed feel free to cut that out (laughs) i think that's cold open actually Hello and welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast, season three, episode 24. I am Drew Johnson. I am joined by Chris Gear, not Cam Hasbrook, but we got holiday Tony Soprano, <laughs> aka Mikey Radigan on the podcast. Uh, first time since preseason. We were talking about that before Chris showed up. Uh, we did preseason predictions and I thought you had been on like three times since then, but I was wrong. Um yeah, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I haven't even been able to really do my own podcast that I do with. Uh, I don't know if you guys know her. Her name's Kat Silverman, uh, but I've I haven't really had time to do it either. So this is the first podcast, the hockey podcast I'm doing this season during the regular season. So it's nice to do it with you guys. And it will be the only podcast. one. You're the only other podcast that ever has me on. So yeah um i mean that's it's because we love you man i yeah that it's it's nice because i've just been doom scrolling twitter the past like week and i'm about to have a mental breakdown so it's nice to see you guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah likewise well we are presented by the hockey podcast network sponsored by DraftKings, a drinkable podcast you can taste speaking of drinkable what do you guys have I'm not a, sorry. <laughs> I got a Ballast Point Sculpin IPA. Uh, reviewed this like a week ago. It is uh, drinkability 15, tasteability 28. Mikey, how's that air? How's, uh, air? How drinkable is the air where you are right now? I it's good. I do have a couple of Bud Lights in my fridge, and I would just give that up. How do you guys rate it? Out of a hundred? Out of thirty-seven. Oh, I give it a thirty-seven out of thirty-seven every time. <laughs> um, I got something different. Sea uh, Dog Hard Seltzer, Juicy Raspberry. So Sea Dog Brewing Company now. Everyone's jumping into the seltzer game, and they all basically taste the same. It's it's terrible, but. Uh, Drinkability for your seltzer, it's not that high. 
just, like I don't know why. I just don't want to drink too much of this. Uh, I'm gonna go 17. Um, tasteability. I'm gonna go like an eight. Like the usually these things are like loaded with sugar to make it like taste more fruity, and this just like barely like it's a hint. So I mean, still a decent seltzer, but it's not what I would personally grab off the shelf. Um, which I, I guess I did because I wanted to try it. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple of things on the agenda. We are recording this on Thursday ahead of the Bruins Isles game. Um, so at the end, we need to all make predictions uh, of that game that um, already happened. Yeah, that already happened to our listeners. Uh, but first, I have a small little list here COVID protocol. Yikes. Uh, I mean, it's happening all over the NHL right now, uh, but the Bruins have, it was Marchand, uh, Craig, now Smith. They, Craig Smith, and then today, uh, well, Bergeron as well, and then today, um, Frederick Swayman, um, and there was another player. Was it, Bleed. it was Anton Bleed. Yeah. It was Anton Bleed. Um, so it's kind of a mess in like certain teams like certain games are getting postponed for some teams in montreal there there's no crowd for their next game uh it's just crazy so what do you think what do you guys think of this whole situation what the league should be doing uh i don't it's happening in all sports and it's just it's happening in regular life right now too it's like uh you know i'm in new york city and we're something we're a very high vax town and is you know where there's getting a, a ton of breakthrough cases I, I don't know i don't know what the answer is and it's just it's shitty but luckily it, it sounds like a lot of the cases in most sport throughout sports right now and from just some people i know that i've gotten it are either asymptomatic they like they don't they're just they just tested positive they don't have any symptoms or it's just you know kind of mild luckily because it, every it seems like everyone that's been getting it is vaccinated so it's been keeping, it's, it's been like, I just have kind of, I kind of have a cold. And then some people are like, I just, you know, I think a lot of players, uh, there's like, I saw a tweet saying that a lot of NHL players are like very, very mild symptoms or asymptomatic, which is good. I think that's the most important thing, right? Yeah, I think generally, um, I don't know, It's it, it'd be interesting to find out like if they sequence any of this and find out if it's like Omicron coming up or if it's the NBA is you know, doing that Delta um, yeah. firing up again because it's winter. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, either way, it sucks. Um, this is just like becoming a part of sports now. So I don't know. It's become like you said, Mikey, it's becoming a part of life and uh, just like everybody to get fucking vaccinated, get boosted. Um, I just yeah. got a boost shot today. So like get that too. Um, just like. I- um and as long well, as not i'm gonna pump the brakes on that usually the roles are reversed you know, feel free to cut that i don't out. know if they'll make boosters <laughs> mandatory but they'll kind of try I to entice players cool. to get their booster yeah. like you get your booster you know you can we'll roll back some of the protocol or whatever i think that's probably what will end up happening at this point um, I th- I think like you know postponing games. I think that might be a good call because, 
like you see with these teams, it's all right. There's one player in pro, uh, COVID protocol. Oh, next day there's another two. Oh, the next day there's like five more or something. You know, like it's clear that it's like going around the dressing room, and just because someone doesn't test positive initially, sure, uh, absolutely. So it's like that. That's how the outbreak is going to happen in the league. And then on top of that, you have people like like players near fans and stuff in certain situations. So that's limited because of COVID. But still, it's like. I don't know it. It postpone games, stop like spreading it throughout these games because I think that's how this breakout happened. It probably wasn't just all these individuals getting it. There probably was some transmissions between teams or something. Oh, I mean, you can, you can see it pretty far. directly. Like the yeah. Flames had that breakout, played the Bruins. Like the next day, a bunch of Flames were out, and then like three days later, you get all these Bruins getting COVID. So I mean, like you can draw pretty straight lines without having to do too much math here um, mm -hmm. here's the problem though it's and i understand the postponing wanting to postpone games and like it's the nhl has not come up with a threshold of any sort or a like being like okay this is when we'll postpone a game because we they've postponed games with like different number of guys on the covid list they've postponed games with like some teams only had four guys on the covid list and but there are other teams like the Bruins have six guys on it right now, right? And they're still playing. The Islanders at one point, I'm pretty sure, had eight to nine guys on the COVID list, and they still have to play four games before they finally got shut down. So there's there's really no rhyme or reason to when they're deciding to postpone games. And I think that's the problem. It's it's they haven't come up with a a guideline to be like this is this when we hit this number, this is when we should postpone it. But you can't though, because it. Honestly, my guess is that it's the teams complaining. Like if you get, yeah. if the league is seeing like a team saying, Hey, what the hell, man? Like this, this doesn't work. Like we, we can't play tonight. Then. Yeah. I, it, I don't... It's a logistical nightmare too, because you have arenas and ticket. It's just, it sucks. And I don't know. I don't, again, yeah. I don't know the solution. Yeah. It's logistical and also like financial, I would believe for some of these owners who are probably thinking, well, this is cropping up. How yeah. much longer can I have a full arena? Let's get the arena full now while we can, because right. like, who knows Especially if it's going to go back down to limited capacity. It, it will. It certainly will in Canada. I maybe some States in uh, the U S will as well, but you know, you have owner and I'm like, I'm not going to cry boohoo for owners because no they're all, they're all billionaires and they'll be fine but you know they're going they they were a year and a half to almost two years without any rev like gate revenue right and the nhl as we know is a huge gate revenue they make a lot of money from gate revenue from selling tickets so i don't know i don't know what the answer is it sucks uh i know the talk was don't send players to olympics the olympics and just let's use that two-week break to figure it out and postpone but i you know arenas are already scheduled and stuff like that so i don't know i don't know what the answer is i don't think yeah. anyone does right no like, i don't think that yeah no i mean like part of it like you can't necessarily blame the league for not knowing what to do because no yeah. one fucking knows what to do but you do at some point as a league or as teams owners sure. whatever need to find a solution but yeah, right it's, now it's, it's ever changing it's infuriating. The Bruins seem like they're in the situation the Islanders were in November. And it's like, it sucks. It, it really sucks having to watch your, like, just from a fan perspective, obviously. And obviously just 
putting aside the health factor, which is obviously the most important, but like having to watch your team play with 10 fucking AHL guy sucks. It's like, it's not good hockey. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) AHL, a great league. Sure. But it's like, goals. yeah, it's just like, oh man, I don't, it's not, uh, it's, it's, but also, you know, they, they got they limped through the finish line last year and they did that's when we'd had no vaccines for part of it or a lot of the league wasn't vaccinated until the spring of 20 so it's or 2021 so it's like i don't i don't know i'm not offering many solutions here i'm sorry <laughs> no what no i wasn't expecting solutions i was just expecting talking i honestly the like exchange of I was ideas ex- i was expecting mikey to just like have the solution and yeah. like, oh it was gonna be fine. well i am a known epidemiologist so <laughs> yeah that's but i will say it's interesting i i mentioned the olympics earlier you'd figure players at this point because it seems like china has a lot of very intense quarantine rules that they, they would be like i don't want to go i'm not going to go to the olympics this year but it seems like there are players that probably don't want to go, but it does seem like there are a decent amount of guys that are still wanting to go and play in the Olympics because it, it might be their, you know, their last chance. They might be, you know, 36, 37 by the time the next one rolls around. So this is their last chance to go play. So that's going to be a really interesting decision that the league and the NHLPA are going to have to make soon too. Like really yeah. soon. I mean, January. One, one guy that I would feel really bad for if they decided not to go, I, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad for anybody in general just because, like, if they decide not to go good, yeah. probably yeah. for the health of people. But, yeah. Oh, one person I'm thinking about is Steven Stamkos, who has missed, like, the last two because of injuries. Uh, and just, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the great Canadian players of our generation and uh, just hasn't gotten to participate in that, um, which really fucking sucks for him. Yeah. Um, and that and, would blow yeah. if it got taken away this year, too. So, I mean, it's it's not going to, it's going to be, I mean, all the games are going to be like at crazy hours, right? Cause just of the time difference, I think they're going to be very yeah, early. Like four in the morning. Yeah. So I don't know. If here. Ever, I think, yeah. I think like seven in the morning over there. Right. Which um, is like, whatever. Next, next day. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a 26 hour time difference from you here. Have, you're kind of like, you know, NBC, I think NBC has the Olympics still, right? Like that's, that can't be great for Olympic ratings. And then, if you don't have all, you know, the players, I don't, I don't know how much, how many people are going to watch. I don't know if you guys remember the 2018 Olympics. That wasn't that fun to watch either. Like it was just a bunch of AHL guys playing for the U S and they, and it's like, okay, the Russian team dominated. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. So um, that will be an interesting decision too, just coming down the pike. I feel like for the league, I don't know to, to your point about players still wanting to play. Um, or at least responding to that point. I think a lot of the people were saying that like a week or two ago when it was like, oh, we're all vaccinated, like Delta's the thing. And yeah. now it's like, oh, we got this like totally different thing that can evade vaccines. People are getting COVID again, even though they've been vaccinated. Now you got to go over there and quarantine for three weeks. And if, you test po- if you test positive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah if, if you test positive, which people are doing right now. Right. Um, I think maybe they'll be like, you want to go to the Olympics? At the very least, you have to be boosted and just like, but then if you miss, you know, if you have to quarantine for three to five weeks, like, are you still going to get paid by your team? Because that's another, like, uh, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if that's bargained. I'm, I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's probably that. I'm sure that's they're having calls about it. So I'm assuming that's all being discussed. But if I was a coach of a team or an owner or a GM of a team and I lost, you know, let's say a Steven Stamkos for five weeks because he tested positive and he has to quarantine in China, that I would be kind of mad. For sure. Um, anything else on uh, COVID protocol and COVID in general? I think we should just talk about COVID the whole time. Yeah, okay. I haven't read enough about it in the past. <laughs> well, before we do that, before we do that, I must say, football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no yeah, we do. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Booyah. Uh, DraftKings. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying DraftKings. That's how uh, I was ending. It looks it. like another Bruins player got put on COVID protocol. Who? Uh, Oscar, Oscar Steen. Dude, they called him up to like <laughs> replace <laughs> COVID players. There, I guarantee after this Islander game tonight, they Bruins will go on a. Uh, they'll delay their when's their next game Saturday. I think so. Honestly, we don't know. I don't look at the Bruins schedule anymore because it's just like, yeah. Oh, I got to scroll through like six pages of no games and then (laughs) figure out when they play Um, next. Well, fuck. That sucks. Jesus Christ. They they shouldn't play tonight, but no. They have like, (laughs) they're gonna. They're going to Canada on Saturday. So, like, that's another. Oh, they're gonna. Yeah, they're probably gonna cancel that because they're gonna. This is all gonna be irrelevant. tomorrow it is yeah but we gave our take and you know the nhl gets we we i immediately send the raw file of this podcast to the nhl so they can listen and get advice to in order to give their expressed written consent uh, so that we can have accounts and disseminations of (laughs) of hockey games um but i did I did want to talk about the Bruins and Isles, uh, just like uh, (laughs) not just predictions, but Mikey, give us a quick update, if you will, on the Isles, because it seems like it's it's really hard to be an Isles fan right now. Well, I think you have to look at the the full picture when it comes to Islanders. They started off their season with a 13 game road trip and. because their new arena was finished being built. So right, right off the bat, you're 13 games on the road and they're, I'm not and they're, And I know the Bruins had kind of a similar schedule where they were like playing a game. It felt like once every eight days. So like that, that was like probably the first couple weeks of the season. So it's hard, hard to get into a rhythm. They go, they, 
finished their 13 game road trip, which was, you know, they played good teams. They played Florida twice. They had to play Tampa. They, I think there was, uh, they went to Vegas. So they, they were playing good teams. They finished five, six and two, which isn't great. That's, but you, you know, you survive a 13 game road trip going five, six and two, you take that really any day of the week. Now you're going to get to play a majority of your games at home right before the home opener, they get slammed with COVID and they end up with, you know, some of their best players on the COVID list. And this was what was frustrating for Islanders fans. And then obviously for Bruins fans now is the NHL really didn't they just said, you got a play. So they, you know, then they start this horrible losing streak while, you know, some of their best players are on COVID and they lose a couple more guys to injury. So they're playing, you know, five or six games with 10 AHLers. So that's, that's part of the reason there are other reasons as well as guys aren't playing up to their, uh, potential like and uh this is dano chara signing has been a disaster more or less uh so what it's, do you mean yeah he listen he was solid he's a solid player last year now he just he fell off a cliff which like i guess we all should have seen this coming he's, he's 45 but uh so it's it's a combination i'm not making i am making excuses but it is a combination of things i i think there is an on ice factor that is to blame like and the guys, they've had bad luck, bad luck with COVID, bad luck with shooting, and then just guys aren't performing to their standards, some questionable coaching decisions, and it all just at once, it kind of, it's sinking them. That being said, I would not, I don't, I don't count them out. There's still 60 games left. So if they're always good to rip off a 10 game winning streak, they've done it, you know, I feel like the past three seasons. So you never, you, you can never know. I feel like if they can crawl back to NHL 500, they can get back in this thing. That's my take. It's like the St. Louis blues. Last, last yeah, the best example that everyone, everyone uses. And I, I mean, they are a well-coached team, but they, they gotta, they gotta stop marching Zeno Chara out on the second pairing because he teams just, uh, What's the word when you like, they just, uh, they, they constantly go after him. They just, they dump the puck on his side and you can beat him into the corner and then you control the zone. And he's just, he's really, he does not look like the same anymore, which is unfortunate because he's a great player. He a great not the player. same as when the Isles like had him when had him was... in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really, just, they just, it's just a shit storm that all hit at once, unfortunately. And uh it'll they'll either climb back or they'll get a nice cushy lottery pick with some uh cap room going into the summer so uh we'll, we'll see what happens well it's great to hear nothing's changed with chara uh, <laughs> yeah he, he, he was a great bruin oh no absolutely i i mean towards the end there the last the last year or two you, you, you didn't start you seeing that trend of teams yeah. targeting that side oh, it's it's brutal to watch it's just, it's just like he got outshot nine nine to 19 when he was on the ice against the red wings and like red wings are an up and coming team but my goodness you can't that can't happen yeah he wasn't yeah. doing that with the bruins that was he was still like playable toward the end so he was on the capitals i feel like too like you know, over the summer when the nerd boys were, uh, the nerd boys. analytics people were looking at his number, they're like, oh, this is a solid signing. He's still a capable defender. Then it's like, oh, no, he's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I looked it up on Evolving Hockey. Like, I think he was in the 
like 75th percentile or something like that defensive wise. Um, and then like offensively is in like the 25th or whatever. It was, it was playable. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, I never want to, if you, I still like defensemen with heavy shots. So like, I'm like, Oh, okay. You still got a heavy shot. Like that's still, that counts for something for me. And then it's just like nothing. Does he important. ever shoot? No. When he, he, uh, yeah, he, he was averaging like one shot a game. Maybe. I know um, he's been the Bruins period. Yeah. So that's where we're at with Islanders. We'll see if they can, you know, crawl back in it by early, early January and then kind of assess. They'll have tradable assets if they need to flip them at the deadline. So we'll see what happens. Let's um, look at Zidane Chara. All right. Uh, his goals for per 60 is has to be in the 40s, about half a standard deviation below average. Yeah. His expected goals for per 60 is more than one standard deviation below average. Corsi four, about half a standard deviation below average. Expected goals against per 60 is more than two standard deviations below average. Yeah, and his Corsi against per 60 is even worse. Yeah, he's he's kind of an anchor and it's woof. Yeah, that's bad. Before Ryan Pollock got hurt, he was like he was playing with Chara and he was actually kind of dragging his corpse like he, he was consistent when uh his goals four percentage was you know when he was playing with Pollock, it was over 50 percent. so it's like okay like i'll take that and then it's just he's just a crater so it's very unfortunate to see but he's not the only reason they stink there there are other no, other it's all his fault that would be pretty tough if it was all his fault <laughs> Kyle Palmieri, who's a career 12.7% shooter, I think is shooting like 1% this year. He has one goal. So it's like, you couldn't have predicted that. You know, you you don't predict a guy dropping off 10 percentage points or whatever, or whatever that, that big of a drop shooting wise when he's been a consistent shooter all throughout his career and he's only 28. Like that's not, that's not something you can predict. So it's, it's a bunch of things. Uh, and then so they, they'll catch a Bruins team that's obviously having their own COVID issues and I guess has been a little streaky, it sounds like, right? Like they've been hot and cold. Yeah, hard to say. Can't I mean, get a read on them. It's. I think the read is that they're not very good. or They're not good yet, I guess. It just hasn't worked out. Like none of the, none of the signings in the offseason have really turned into – I mean, it was very predictable. Like do you really, did you really think – Nick Foligno was going to be worth $3.8 million a year for the next two years. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, the guy I had the most hope for was uh, no sick, but that's like a, that's a fourth line signing. Um, and he's been good defensively, but hasn't really chipped in offensively. Eric Hall has been a healthy scratch at times. Um, oh, wow. I, I kind of yeah. like that signing. I thought that'd have been a, solid well, I, I hated that one. That was bad. Oh, one. really? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, was he ever on Cal- or was he on Florida? Uh, he was a a predator and Maybe a member of the wild. That's um, my mistake. Yeah, he uh, famously doesn't do anything well except power play, and he doesn't really play on the power play all that much. So for like the Bruins right now, at least at least more recently, not just the like entire season, but they're beating the teams they should beat, and then very rarely are beating the teams that you either need or want to beat. Uh, like Tampa's posed a problem, 
Detroit's posed a problem, but they can beat Nashville, Calgary, uh, Calgary, and and Vancouver. I, um, I think. Well, they lost to Calgary one of the two games they split. They did actually. Um, yeah, yeah, they did. I I think the thing that uh, for me is emblematic of the season is they needed a third period comeback to beat uh, Vancouver. And then they lost to them in what the shootout or was it? Oh yeah, that's right. They did lose in the the second matchup. Um, Was that before or after the Bruce uh, Boudreaux? So one of them was before and one of them was after. Did they, they won the one after, no, the Canucks. Won they the won the one before, and then they lost the one after. Yeah, Canucks are, Canucks are a wagon now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So just like a team that you should beat, and taking one and a half out of two, you know. Um, the it, it's just tough to look at them and be like, yeah, this team should cash in all their chips and, um, and maybe move on and see what happens in the next few years um because they have so many good pieces um, i mean yeah you still have you know three of the greatest players in the world between Marshan, pasternak and bergeron right like it's i think mcavoy is better than uh, that's I Pasternak at this point yeah um, charlie, charlie mcavoy who you know you could always make an argument is going to be a norris contender um yeah so that's four great players so it's like I guess you could always retool. The the good thing is you can retool around those players, though. If like if this yeah. trying to be a wash, you know, you've figured it out. And then it's it's been a lot of like, okay, these two really excellent players haven't really been really excellent in terms of like Taylor Hall and David Pasternak. And I forgot about Taylor. Um, yeah, they have him too, right? Yeah, for the next six years. Well, that um, was again. That was like everyone liked that signing. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but I liked it when David Krejci was going to be his center for the next two years. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a that's tricky when that doesn't happen. But I mean the 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 goalie they got, Olmark uh, Olmark is that how you say it? His yeah, name? Uh, Linus Olmark. He's good. He seems solid. Like looking at his numbers, not bad. Um, yeah. So th- that's been the the thing. Like the goaltending has been super streaky. Yeah, um, it's been like oh one goal or a shutout and then the next game is like four or five goals it's it's been a pretty like uh, i think a lot of those tuka haters are getting whiplash yeah because um, the the overall numbers tend to look pretty good i, I mean swayman's at like a 917 right now overall but it hasn't been he's saving 91.7 percent of the shots in every game it's been 84 percent in one game and then it's too much 94 percent yeah. in the next game yeah well, the the thing that's I guess that's benefiting both the Islanders and the Bruins is just they have so many games in hand right now on all the teams ahead of them, and it's like if you can win some of these games that you have in hand, I I, I could see Detroit falling off. You know, I don't think Columbus will stay stay this uh, stay as hot as hot as they are. You know, Devils and Flyers. I don't know. There, it's like I'm not really impressed about the team surrounding them, right? Like. The pens are good, but is this is this it for them? So it's definitely you know I feel like both teams have enough games in hand where they can make up some ground. But uh, in terms of the Islanders, they're gonna have to start doing it quickly. Uh, but the Bruins should be in good shape. They're they're right. I, I think they'll be in good shape to still want to uh, still get a wild card spot because they're just they're right there. They have so many games in hand. You assume if they can get through this COVID outbreak at five hundred 
for the next week or so, or maybe they'll cancel games, but uh, they, they should be good. And especially if you get Rask back too in the, mm-hmm. in the second half of the year. So once you, you get out that wild card spot, then anything can happen, right? Yeah, I think they've certainly been missing Rask just to, on the goaltender front. It, Swayman and Olmark, it, it's kind of a similar a similar situation of they make like maybe not even all the saves they should make, but some of them, and then they can't, they don't necessarily steal games. I mean, once in a while when you see one of those shutouts, uh, they, they that's them on their A game. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, they're not able to steal you a lot of games like Tuca can Tuca yeah. can like if the if Bruins have a bad night scoring, which that's also been streaky, then Tuca can back you up. He can get you like consistently. Oh, you only scored two goals this game. I got you shut out one goal, but yeah. it, it takes the Bruins scoring three, four, five goals for them to, to win. Um, and when that yeah. offense is streaky as it's been in recent years too, with only the top line going, and now you have two members of the top line yeah. on COVID protocol. Oh, this game's uh, gonna be a slop fest. So, oh yeah, it's, it's just gonna be like Chara and uh, Stadnik is probably on the first line tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also uh, they uh, what was I gonna say? Barzell is out for the island. He has COVID. So yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's no. AHL, who who's the uh, Islanders AHL affiliate? Um, Bridgeport, the Bridgeport Islanders. But luckily, they I mean, all their other guys are out of have been out of COVID protocol for a while. So it's like they do have a lot of they have all their NHL players. So it's they should you know be in decent shape. But well, know. even our our AHL players are coming down with COVID now. Yeah, so. that's ridiculous. The guy that called. <laughs> on the list it's like uh, dip into the echl uh main mariners represent call uh uh brodor martin brodor's son up. well you i mean the the providence bruins did have an outbreak like when when bruce cassidy was uh also had covid I remember oh i thought they, you were gonna say while he was still coaching providence. no <laughs> it's like what <laughs> no when bruce cassidy had his covid issue uh there were some injured Bruins and they couldn't call anybody up because Providence had, uh, I don't know, like five COVID cases. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Then you can't call up the guys you want to call up. And then it's just like, what do you do? (laughs) Dip into your ECHL team. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Main Mariners. Let's go. Lysel baby. (laughs) Uh, so it's, I I, I don't want to keep circling back to the COVID thing because I'm just, tired in general from it but it feels like they're the nhl is just going to hold their breath and be like all right let's just drag our limping bodies <laughs> through the next two weeks and hope for the best let's make it to the brief christmas break and then that's true too that's you when get... you're probably going to see any sort of changes either on the other end of that or if they wait until the olympic break that's either one of those two time frames is... yeah i mean what is it three nights you have for two nights or uh, three or four nights for christmas break right last games are on yeah. the 22nd so which is the entire league too it's not just a four yeah. game break so for maybe, a team, maybe you'll get guys back to. yeah you'll get guys back from the covid list then which is you know it's already almost christmas so it's it's ho, not a ho, ho. situation but hopefully we'll see a good game this should have been like a fun game if every if in normal circumstances you know it's a rematch of the second round from last year um genuinely wasn't even thinking about that because it doesn't feel like it no it's just like yeah it's it's, it feels like a minor league hockey game (laughs) (laughs) 
No, and no um, offense to minor league hockey. I'm just, it's just a lot of guys are out. Well, before we sign off here, I do need score predictions uh, for this AHL game. Uh, I say 4-2 Islanders because I'm biased and I'll never pick against them. <laughs> um, I say 3-3. Three, three. It ends in a tie after Ooh. they go through all of their, their shooters. Their shooters, and there's no one left because everyone has COVID. Oh, that's cool! That's <laughs> By the cool. end of the shootout, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like five people have tested positive for COVID on each team. After, they slowly start pulling over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just start sending fans out there. Like, yeah, go for it. Um, I'm gonna say five two Islanders or five two Bruins Stanika hat trick. Wow, that if there is a team, it's one or the other, that would happen against the it's the Islanders. So, but like, bet heavy on that. Oh yeah, well, uh, Mikey, thanks for coming on. It's been too long, and it'll be yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully sooner next time. Yeah, and we'll hopefully you know I'll get my podcast going again, and we could have you guys on and do another uh, crossover episode. Those are always a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Um. Well, thank you all for listening to this wonderfully not depressing and not about COVID <laughs> podcast. Um, COVID and Coronas. Uh, this is the worst podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. There's some good hockey talk. Hell yeah. Uh, listeners, send us some questions. Follow Mikey on Twitter if you want. Uh, you can find his at somewhere unless he wants to say it. Uh, it's just at Mikey Rads. So feel easy. Thank you for nice. this. Oh. Of course. No, everyone should follow you. Um, oh, yeah, all right. Mikey, Mikey has a new puppy. Yeah, I gotta go uh, <laughs> see what he's up to. Yeah, clean up some shit. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll talk to you.